Thank you for choosing to listen to the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. In a really amazing selection of other podcasts indicative of the recruitment market and the business market, for whatever reason you're listening now, we just want to say thank you for choosing us. We couldn't do this without our sponsor and our partners. We're going to talk about them a little bit later on in the show, but thank you to Pager, our sponsors, and our partners, Inclusion Crowd and Needy. And without further ado, let's jump in to get to know this week's guest. We go international with today's episode all the way to just outside Austin, Texas. This is Dr. Lynette Reed, and Dr. Lynette was introduced to us by our wonderful partner over at Inclusion Crowd, Ed Jervis. Because uh, Dr. Lynette is an awareness coach and principal inclusion specialist and also think tank member for the inclusion crowd. And we talk about topics today. I promise you, we've never talked about any of these things before. Self-awareness. What does that actually mean? How do we know whether we've got self-awareness, whether we're listening to this as leaders or as recruiters or as just a, a stalwart recruiter wanting to improve themselves? How do we ensure that we're getting the best out of ourselves? We also talk about taking control of our own destiny, ensuring that we're being authentic to ourselves and what that actually means. I promise you, this will make you really stop and think about who you are as a human being, not just as a recruiter. So hang on tight and let us know what you think of the episode. So without further ado, let's jump in. This is Leisha Holmes and I'm your host on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. And I'm I'm just excited today for a number of reasons, not least because one of our amazing podcast partners, the Inclusion Crowd, Ed Jervis actually introduced me to this guest. We think, we were talking off camera, we think it's actually about three years ago, which is scary. And this is possibly also our third or fourth guest from a beautiful part of the world that I've actually not had a chance to come to yet, but now I definitely need to. Our third Austinite. This is Dr. Lynette Reed, And Lynette is an awareness coach, a principal inclusion specialist and think tank member for the inclusion crowd. So welcome to you today. How are you? Thank you. Doing great today. How about you? Everything going well over there? Everything is, is, we are an interesting, in an interesting time. As we record this in March, 2023, I think our industry is where your industry was at in autumn, 2022, which is mass sort of exodus and mass redundancies in the tech world, having a huge impact on internal recruitment and talent acquisition, cost of living crisis, just turn the news off, everybody. But no, I'm me and myself. I'm doing great, thank you. This is the middle of my day. What's our time difference to the UK? Uh, well, it's really funny. I've actually got a great story on that. Is uh, I've, I do a lot of work with people uh, in the UK uh, in that in that area in the world, and um, we have what's called daylight savings time, where mm-hmm. it, the time moves. And so uh, what I learned the hard way was that I had some meetings and I kept missing them because. Your your what's your daylight savings? I think it's called best uh, or summertime. Yeah, British sum- summertime. We're, we're changing in a week or so. It changes in a week. It changes a week after us. So we've got uh, one week here. It's only a five hour difference as opposed to a six hour difference. So I had to remember that today so that I was here at eight instead of seven. <laughs> so, I I've done it before. Amazing. I've done it before. I had some guests on and they were based over in Hong Kong and I and I, I rem- I'll never forget. I was going because I do try and do a massive walk before I do a podcast day because I'm literally sat for about eight hours and I was in the middle of a of a country park and I got a message saying right we're in the zoom and I'm like what are you talking about and they were like we're in the zoom and I'm like 
no it's in another hour and they were like no yeah. and I'd, I'd done this I think our clocks had either just gone back or forward whichever way around it was so how wonderful and the fact that we both share a global community so would you like to yeah. explain obviously I've introduced you but what do you actually do what's your niche well you know mine's kind of an, a really odd degree field I have no idea how I got to where I am right now but my degree is actually uh, my doctorate's in a field called spirituality, sustainability, and interreligious dialogue. But really what it's talking about is how are we connected to each other, to ourselves, and to the world. And really when you're talking about spirit, that's what you're talking about because mm. it, it's breath. It's how with every breath you take, you get to decide how you're going to live your life. And I had a hard time using the word spirituality, though, because people would think religion or crystals. Those were the two big ones yeah. I got. And so I had to kind of change it to the vocabulary of human potential and our self-awareness and, you know, how we do things. And some people call it emotional intelligence. And so really what happened was I made a uh, model when I was in my uh, many years ago, and uh, I continue to teach that model today. And it, it really just has three parts to it. And when you do those three things together in a cycle, it helps strengthen things like culture, um, critical thinking skills, things like that. So wow. That's kind of, yeah. So it's kind of, you know, I go to teach people how to do that. Yeah. Because it's not something you commonly find. No, it, it really isn't. And you're the first guest I've ever had that comes from this sort of, and I can see why Ed has yeah, connected weird, us. Yeah, kind of. I can <laughs> see, I can see, and, and I can also see why you're involved in the inclusion crowd, because I think just before we come on to your three-part change model, I think that there's a real narrative at the moment in the leadership community that I'm part of around self-awareness or lack thereof. So I think this is actually a very timely conversation for those leaders listening who we have, you know, right across the globe. So how does your three-part change model sort of buy into that in terms of how do we know whether we're self-aware? I could say, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm self-aware. What does it actually mean to be self-aware? The Recruiters Recruitment Podcast is thrilled to be partnering with Inclusion Crowd. Inclusion Crowd put the D into diversity, but do it disruptively. We love that really reflecting what we're about. I was introduced to Inclusion Crowd back in 2020, and I've been absolutely blown away with what they're doing to totally transform the recruitment and hiring sector. They believe at Inclusion Crowd that companies should be reflective of society, and that no matter who you are listening now, you have a story to tell, you have a contribution to make, an inclusion crowd educates you in allowing your voice to come out and share that story, but doing it in a way that educates your colleagues and your customers equally. Inclusion crowd, like the Recruiters Recruitment podcast, has clients all over the world and they specialise in our industry. What we all want to do together is to maintain best practice and to raise industry standards to enable us to attract and retain the best talent, but doing so inclusively and with true diversity. By doing this, by accomplishing a true EDI policy within your business, you will also retain the top talent as well as attract new talent, which is a win-win for everybody listening, making more profitable business and a much better industry, higher regard, highly regarded. Inclusion Crowd are also the official awarding body 
for the inclusion and diversity certification mark within recruitment. We are so proud to be assisting and partnering Inclusion Crowd. If you want to know more information, please click on the link in this episode and remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when you do so. Now, back to the episode. Yeah, well, that's that's the million dollar question, right? <laughs> uh, we, you know, to me, it's about being able to understand those connections. You know, how, am I self-aware enough to know the reason I'm doing the things that I'm doing and how they impact my, you know, me and impact other people? Uh, in fact, right now I'm writing an article. I do, I do articles for an organization called MPUG, which is a project management one. And what I'm writing about right now, so it's forefront in my mind, is instant gratification. You know, how do you know if the things you're doing are to just make yourself feel better or are they to help build and strengthen that common goal? And so the thing I usually tell people is you got to ask yourself the question, are you trying to strengthen something or fracture it? So like wow. if you yell at somebody, yeah, if you're yelling at somebody, what are you doing? Are you fracturing or strengthening it? And so you just have to kind of ask yourself the question because um, that way you know that you've got that self-awareness of, oh, hey, this is really impacting somebody or it's really impacting me, you know? So that's kind of that forefront in my mind right now, just because I'm writing that article. So. We're, 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 uh, we, all, we always answer, we always go immediately to the first thing that comes into our minds and that's fine. So I'm going to ask something a bit contrary, really, and it, possibly a little bit, um, um, I guess, contradictory to the actual phrase, self-awareness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we best understanding our own sense of self-awareness or do we need to actually ask for feedback from other people on what we think our self-awareness is? I, if I say, to, I, I'm like, I think I'm really empathetic. I think I've got real integrity. I think I'm very honest and straight talking. Am I the right person to say those things or should I be asking the people that engage with me on a daily basis whether I'm those things? I think it's a mix. I think um, one of the things that I'm seeing a lot in society right now, there's this thing, I don't know if you're familiar with binary thinking. Have you ever mm -hmm. heard of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so it's like, so if you're, if you're into binary thinking, it's like, okay, it either has to be this or it has to be this. Mm -hmm. um, and with critical thinking, which is the opposite of binary thinking, you're thinking, okay, what are all of my options here? So if you think I'm a friendly person, you could say, hey, okay, I think I'm a friendly person. I may want to get some feedback from some people. I may want to see if I'm getting the reaction of what friendly people would get back from people. You know, we can think of it from that bigger perspective of it doesn't have to be just myself telling myself that or somebody else telling me, because sometimes people might say, you're not very friendly. And you may go, well, I think I'm friendly. And they may just have a different definition of what friendly means. And mm. so it's real hard to just say, okay, I'm friendly. You know, you have to kind of yeah. internally do it and externally do it. That's Sub <laughs> subject subjectively, isn't it? No, I, I do actually really subscribe to that. And Simon Sinek is always talking around that, isn't he? The concept that you can actually be you know, somebody that's really sociable, but equally at the same time feel quite lonely. You know, that we're not one one thing or another. It's being honest and open sort of to, to know that yourself. So in terms of taking us through that, and I know, I know we're not asking you to impart your entire doctorate and what you do for a profession, but just from a snapshot point of view, how do we ensure if we're listening to this podcast, it's because generally speaking, we're wanting to improve ourselves. That's why people take 20 minutes to drop into a podcast. So what do we need to do, do you think, as a starting point to ensure that we become more self-aware? Are there sort of some guidelines that you can give us? 
We are so proud to be partners of Needy, the gifting revolution. Here at Key Recruitment, we absolutely love to send out bespoke gifts to our new place candidates to welcome them in their new jobs, but also as an extra special thank you to clients or when a team is celebrating something really special. But to be honest, we were really fed up with dull or mediocre gifts that you could just buy on the high street that didn't really reflect who we are at Key Recruitment as a business. This is why we chose Needy. Needy source sustainably from the UK's best independent businesses, offering the most perfect array of bespoke gifts and experiences too. So no more boring bottles of plonk or rubbish boxes of chocolates. This is how you make your customers day with a gift that really matters and shows that you really want to do something special for them. For more information on how psychology and AI forming to make the best gift experience for you, click on the link and remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when ordering. Now, back to the episode. Yes. Well, you know, I've been doing this for over 20 years and, and, I, and this has held true for all that time. And I actually, I like to use the analogy of you actually have a magic wand, um, especially if you're like a Harry Potter fan or something like that, it, it, it plays well. But, um, you know, the, the big thing is your words and actions matching. Mm. You know, if you think about the people you know who are authentic or have that, that sense of themselves, that's the big one. So really it's, you know, it's kind of, it's easy, but it's hard at the same time because to say, make your words and actions match, that's real easy to do. But then whenever you have to actually do it uh, and, and that goes for, for two parts. One is for the commitments you make, but also for saying who you want to be as a person. So like the first part of the model is uh, coming up with kind of what I call your intentional mission, which is an internal behavior that you're going to uh, identify as how you want to present yourself and treat people in the world. So it could be friendly, helpful, kind. Now, if it's mean-spirited or hateful, uh, you know, that may be a totally different discussion. Normally, I'm working with people who are trying to strengthen things. So uh, we're talking, you know, the kind of the, the kinder, you know, more gentler words. Uh, but but then you have to do that even whenever things are really, really hard. So mm. if for instance, you're a boss or a leader and somebody does something really bad that just fractures horribly. You can't yell at them if you're trying to make your word friendly. You have to say, look, you really messed up and we need to fix this, but let's move forward and see if we can do it this way. You know, and maybe they have to be fired, but you can do it in a friendly way as opposed to saying, oh my God, that was terrible. You know, <laughs> get out of here. You know, I, so. I think that's really effective. The words and actions matching, that's uh, going to be definitely the name of the podcast because I think that that's so easily within reach of anyone listening. Yeah. Whether, you're a, whether you're a leader, whether you're a recruiter starting out, or whoever you are listening, we've all got that within our reach. And actually, that is like a wow moment, isn't it? Because that's, yeah. to me, what integrity really means. It's Because totally. we can all say, oh, yeah, I'm really ethical. And, you know, I'm always going to go out and do the best that I can. And then finding out that you're not paying your suppliers or, or whatever it might be, or cheating <laughs> on your wife or whatever it is. 
it's yeah. when connections matter that they exactly. match. I love that. So that's number well, that's one. Call it the magic wand. You just magic have to do wand. it. Yeah. I was looking around. I have actually got we'll a Harry it. Potter wand. My, we went to see. We went to Harry Potter World in Boroughwood when it first opened, and actually, it, this is a very a total aside. It was when my children were much, much younger. We'd never actually seen a Harry Potter film at the time, which is just stupid. But it was brilliant. If ever you get a chance to go, you must go. So somewhere in my house, there is a Harry Potter yeah. one, but imaginary one. So that's well, number I, one. I have to admit that I actually did too. We, they have one oh. in New Oh. And we went with my brother, my kids, and I uh, went down there and, and did the whole Harry Potter thing. Amazing. My kids were very big into uh, reading it when it came out. So. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, even if you're not a Harry Potter fan, you should just go anyway. It's brilliant. So exactly. mo moving <laughs> Harry, po Harry Potter to one side. So what's number two? Uh, number two is the words and actions matching. Actually. Right. So that's, that's number two. And and the third one kind of goes to the whole thing on binary thinking versus critical thinking. And it used to be, I had a counselor friend once tell me that um, the further away from reality were you were, your expectations were, the more distressed you would become. And so one of the things that kind of came out of that, that was many, many years ago, was that uh, judging things as good or bad or wrong or right. And this okay. is a really tough one because... Um, like, for instance, if I say that 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 uh, the way you did that was wrong, well, that's very different than saying that's not the way I wanted you to do it. You know what I mean? And, and it's a real subtle difference, but it just changes the whole dynamic, because if you're doing your uh, if you're doing things based off of a value judgment of good or bad or wrong or right, uh, you're doing it off of. Um, it's a it's it's a whole class in and of itself, but mm. it has to do with your fear level. You know, if you're a fearful of, of your value as a person, uh, it's good to judge people as good or bad because then you get to decide where you are in that mix. Oh, they're bad at their job, so I'm good at my job. You know, wow. And so you value system. So if you don't judge things as good or bad or wrong or right, and you just judge them kind of as you know, how am I going to deal with this situation? What's happening? You know, then you completely change the dynamic of the group. And in HR, I think it's really important because when you're dealing with a lot of conflict type of things, instead of saying, wow, you did that, you did a really bad job of that. You say, look, that did not turn out the way it needed to. <laughs> we it, Here's here's our expectations. I was, yeah. We expect your actions to match this. You know. Right, words and actions to match. Uh, exactly. two, two things I want to pick up on that um, is the language that you use. And I don't know whether NLP has any part to play in that. You know, we, we, we have to be mindful of the language that we're using and we can address things to ourselves and to the other people, whether it's our team members or whatever. And then the other thing, which is a massive thing in recruitment, is managing expectations. And again, that yeah. comes back to communication, doesn't it? So if you're sat in that meeting that you've just described there and it's, you know, that was wrong. But actually, if you redress it and say, look, when we set this out, these are the expectations. This is where you're at now. And that's not where we intended the ex expectations to be. That's a whole different conversation to this is wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, and also, you know, like if somebody does something really well, you know, where you're like, oh, I really like the way you did that. If you just say that's good, well, you know, then they start to feel like, oh, I've got to have that that feeling of good, 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 good. Whereas if mm. you say, wow, this this job that you did, did the, the thing we wanted it to do, then you're focusing on the actions and the activities as opposed to the fact that you're giving them a value judgment, you yeah. know, 
well done you know that's uh, that's a nice yeah. place to be. yeah without so you did, yeah yeah it's a real it's a real subtle difference but it, it can make all the difference in the world whenever you're talking to people especially if you're a team leader and yeah. you've got to give people a lot of feedback you know if you say wow that was a really good job well they're going to think oh good good i've got to you know i've got to be good Whereas if you say, wow, I really like that you did this and defining it, then they know, oh, okay, this is what the expectation is. And this is what's going to get me that, that sense of I'm on track, you know, I'm, I'm going forward in the and right you know, way. It's not exclusively one way traffic here, leaders down into the team. This is actually, this can be managing upwards into or lead, you know, talking to your leaders. If you're listening now, we get a lot of people starting their careers you have expectations of your leadership team to train you, to support you psychologically, to ensure that you're mentally and physically looked after, to ensure that there are opportunities, whatever your expectations are. And actually, I also want to throw something else in here. As a parent, this works. <laughs> Setting yes. expectations or whether, yes. whether you, you know, you run a sports team. This isn't exclusively within a business context. Actually, everything you're talking about, I think, and I got trained in managing expectations right at the start of my career. And I realize now what an absolute legendary form of training that was, because from that day, every relationship I had, even like I'm in a fairly new relationship, four years with my boyfriend, right from the start, we set expectations, literally on our first date of what we expected of each other. And it creates, I think, into, we go back to self-awareness. This is my role in this relationship. So whether it's you and your leader, you and your colleague, you and your mentor, you and your, your children, that you, you know exactly where you stand. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, and you've got the authenticity if the words and actions are matching on top of it. So Just, yeah. I'd, I'd love that we keep coming back to that. Now, as well as being an incredible human being and obviously, you know, seriously um, expert in what you do, you're also a very successful author. And I think that if I think about, you know, we've connected obviously through Ed, who found me on LinkedIn. I want to bring this back to LinkedIn particularly because that's where most of my audience sits anyway. There's um, there's so much noise out there. And, you know, not, I'm not saying there's mimicry, but it's really hard to stand out. It's really hard to, I guess, own your own story. And what I think we get a lot of feedback from people who almost feel that they get carried along on someone else's journey, someone else's story. And how do we ensure that we own our own story, whether it's in whatever career def defining moment we want or whether it's just in our personal life. We are so proud at the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast to be sponsored by Pager. Pager helps recruiters to build personal brands, to identify new business opportunities, to attract those hard-to-find candidates and to basically have better conversations. Now, you will have a large network that you want to build credibility with on LinkedIn. And sometimes posting content every day feels impossible. Now, that changes once you have Pager. Pager provides you with the ideas, the content and the scheduling capability for, to produce daily content to build out your own personal brand in minutes. And for business development, too. Pager identifies companies that are advertising jobs, have key hiring indicators such as funding rounds, mergers, acquisitions, or senior appointments, and then alerts you to this daily. Pager also enables you to write candidate-centric job adverts without bias in seconds. So once you advertise your job, Pager will then automatically create a branded post and publish it to LinkedIn 
without you even having to lift a finger. So when you want to actively source candidates, you can create complex Boolean strings in seconds. All you need to do is to provide the job title and location. Now, Pager is making thousands and thousands of recruiters smarter and faster. For more information, click on the link pager.co to book your demo. And remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when inquiring. Now, back to the episode. Yeah, well, you know, there's so many parts to that, but I was I was kind of thinking as you were talking, um, I really feel like there's the the big things are first of all being kind of that self awareness true to yourself. You know, mm-hmm. um, um, kind of my personal journey was actually uh, I, I started out as a speech pathologist many many years ago. I'm dating myself here, but <laughs> many many years ago. And I did not enjoy it. I mean, it wasn't, it's a great profession. It's a a wonderful thing to do, but I just was not not enjoying it. And so I, I, against all odds, I had two kids and a very supportive husband. And I said, I'm going to go back to school and get this really weird degree. (laughs) And, uh, and, and and I had no idea what I was going to do with it, but I just said, you know, I just feel like this is something I need to do. And so I think to me, you have to, but I think you do have to have that sense of, of who you are and and where you want to go, you know, because then it gives you that strength to do it. And so I think that's real important. And that's why I think that, that the model that I designed, actually, I kind of designed it Mm. to be able to, for people to be able to say, Hey, you know, we've got, we want to get out there and do something and be brave and, and, and not let these fears decide where we're going to go and uh, make these decisions. And that's why I think for me, the one I, why I keep pushing the words and actions thing, because it's real easy to say, Oh, I want to be this, or I want to be that. But when tell you really just get out there and make that happen. And I think the second thing is hard work. Um, I actually watched a video today uh, or this morning I was up early and uh, I was on Netflix. I hate to admit just uh, watching. It was about the history of pop. And one of the ah. things, yeah, it was really kind of cool. They were talking about why why Sweden apparently is a big mecca for pop music, and they were talking about all of the the history of it and ABBA and and all of that. And one of the things that kept coming up in the discussion was hard work, hard work. And I thought, oh, okay, that that does make sense. And so I think, you know, it's like I said before, it's not one thing. It's, you know, having that self-awareness and hard work, knowing what direction you want to go, things like that. So, I think that's really yeah. important for certain people listening who maybe, you know, get cast, there's aspersions cast and it's not very... Uh, it's not very inclusive to make people of a certain generation be, you know, cast in this, you know, lazy generation Z and they're they're flaky and they have expectations. Actually, that's far from it. You could say that about generation X not understanding tech. I mean, it, you know, that you can't make these huge, massive assumptions. And I will always challenge that. But I think hard work, if you work harder than somebody next to you who's got equal ability, you will get further than them. It is as simple as that. You know, yeah. and I'm really pleased you brought that up. I do. Before we finish, I do just want to bring something up because we've we've not discussed this off camera. But I think what you're basically the whole notion of what you're saying is about carving out your own best path in life. And I think where I have, and I don't know whether you do do this, and that's why it's, I'm throwing this at you a little bit. 
I think that due to, and I know your education system, although there's differences in the UK and across the world, wherever you're listening to this, because it's so centralised and generalised, so many young people come out of school disillusioned, not knowing what words and actions to take to understand who they are and what they want to be. And I'm saying that as a mum and I'm saying that as, you know, understanding their cohort. And I think there's a massive disconnect between how the education system churns out and has a conveyor system, which I'm not an educator, so I don't know how you'd solve this. But maybe we need to, as as adults, as parents, maybe if you are listening and, and you've got influence in education or politics, we need to change the mindset of how young people think about themselves before they get to come out of graduation. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. I think we. I was actually talking to somebody about that the other day. We were talking about how, um, and I'm I don't know if it's the same there, but here we still kind of use the agrarian, uh, the revolution, industrial revolution model. And so the question then becomes with technologies that we have and the ability to travel like we do, you know, is is there a way to make it so that kids can, you know, go out and do things? I know with our kids, we always kind of felt like the public, our kids went to public school uh, here in Salido, and uh, we always felt like the public education did a good job of the, the basics, but we tra traveled a lot with them mm. because then they learned firsthand things that they were never going to learn in a, a room. And so you're, you're right. That's a, that is a really good question for educators is how do we move education into this new technological age where kids, you know, they are different. They, they were raised on phones and games and things like that. How do we well, make virtual reality? Yeah. You can transport yeah. you can transport a child to ancient Greece through a VR goggles, but you know I I applaud that you did that with your children because I did the same and I often used to get into trouble actually, especially when they're in primary school. That I'd be like, I'm taking them out of school. We're going on this trip, and this is where we're going. We're going to let's say we went to Israel a couple of times. They're going to learn a lot more going to mm -hmm. Jerusalem than they are. I'm not being funny. Sat in a classroom learning about sats. Yeah, and, that, yeah, and we, that, unof well, unofficially, the head used to say, "Do it, go," but just say the real because you used to yeah, get fined. Well, we used to joke about it because um, in in our school, you had like I think it was like <laughs> fourteen days or something that you could miss before you had to go before uh, you know the committee to say why are you absent so much. And we would actually call in to our uh, Miss Jackson, who was our uh, uh, front desk lady, and say, "Okay, how many, how many more, uh, how many more days do we have before we're going to get in trouble?" And so we would use up, up to the day that we were going to get in trouble, and then you know pull them out for that. So. That's bloody brilliant! Oh, this has been so much fun, and it the time's just flown. It really has. We are going to make sure that we've got links to your profile. And I don't know if you've got any books coming out or been out during 2023, but if there's anything like that, we'll share it with absolute pleasure because you have been so delightful. And I'm hoping that, you know, it will manifest some wonderful things for you. And if you ever come over to the UK, you must arrange a coffee for you, me and Ed. Most definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing you all sometime soon. So Definitely. Oh, thank you for joining us on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast.